What's up, everybody? It's me, John. And me, Louise. <laughs> we got great ideas that we're never gonna do. Oh, it's like, we're never gonna do it. Yeah, thank you for tuning in. Is that something that you would call this? That's like an outdated term. It is. Tuning in. It's like when you want somebody to roll down the window. Yeah. Tune in, check, crank the dial on the on the radio. Drop the yeah, needle. So thanks for um, finding us on iTunes or whatever podcasting you listen to or on our YouTube page and watching us do our thing. I feel like we still don't get a lot of viewers on the YouTube, even though it's the greatest part because last week there was major dog action and nobody, sure. nobody was watching it. I don't know. It's there if you want it. If you just I feel like listening to us. There's at least one that watches. Okay. All right. Your mom? It's probably Mare. <laughs> Sounds like something she would do. Yeah. So I feel like this, the past like week, week and a half or so, the ideas have been like flowing. And in fact, like I just had one like a few minutes ago. What? Oh yeah. my gosh. I'm really excited. Tell me. All right, well, this is this is mine from a few minutes ago. By the way, if you're, this is your first time listening, this is a podcast that's all about the great ideas that you have that you're never going to do. Like this one that I had that is, like, impossible to do and probably would destroy the planet, maybe. <laughs> but basically, it's like, all right, we have a trash problem on this planet, right? Sure do. Sure right. do. So what if we... Okay, the planet Earth has the most powerful natural incinerator, the core of the earth. It's just like the hottest thing ever, right? Right. Maybe not so much. Maybe the sun is a little bit hotter, but whatever. So what if we had in our households a a hole that goes down to the core of the earth in which we can <laughs> drop our trash? <laughs> In every household, there's a core of the or, earth shoot. Or like every like every neighborhood has a communal one or something like that, or somewhere nearby, kind of like um, like a blue mailbox. You know, they have those on. Oh you, no! You look oh, very confused. Oh, a street? Yes, yes, yes. I, yeah. for whatever reason, I was thinking like suburban, like out by the corner mailbox just happened to be painted blue, and I was like, oh, I, no. I've not seen these. A blue USPS <laughs> put your mail into here, and then people will come and pick it up and deliver it to where yes. it needs to go, kind of box. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, why can't there be one right next to it that has? <laughs> Did you see okay, I don't think that anybody else could have seen that because it's right in the little corner, the corner. of my screen because uh, Louise and I do this over Skype. Tiny little dog face. Um, He's but yeah, in. just like next to those mail mailboxes, just like an additional one that just goes down to the Earth's core. Because it would probably be far less expensive to drill multiple core holes than it would be to just transport <laughs> all holes. of our trash Is, to a volcano. This would also no doubt destroy the planet. For sure. But also, yeah, but also, I mean, the alternative would be to launch our trash and shoot it at the sun. Right. <laughs> it would have to go through in, like incredible cold to preserve it for all time until it I mean, or it could just burn up in the in space. Oh, in the atmosphere, on its way, leaving our planet. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Wow. Um, what is what's made you think of this? I don't know. I had some. Oh, here's what it is. I'm in the process of moving, and I'm like, I have like so much stuff I'm gonna need to throw away. You know, like. How often do you clean your ki- clean out like your kitchen cabinets? Maybe like 
when you move out and that's it. <laughs> so there's just like stuff that's in there that's old and no good. It's just like sitting in a pantry where it's like, oh, geez, what am I going to do with this? And like where I live, they do, they pick up recycling and compost every week, but regular trash is every other week. Oh. Because I live in hippy-dippy Portland, Oregon, where like uh, people use like no trash. I actually met somebody over the weekend who's a complete minimalist and their trash every couple weeks can like fit into like a mason jar. I know. Can you believe that? No. Just like an extreme minimalist. That is insane. <laughs> no, okay. So, I, this is leading me not to an idea, but just a thought that I'm having about how the universe aligns. So, okay. I haven't been listening to, I listen to a lot of podcasts, and I haven't been listening to a couple of my favorites for two months. Okay. Because I've just been trying to educate myself about politics and policy and election bullshit and re- I know I know and so my my for fun podcasts have taken the tiny bit of a backseat but I listened today to one uh it was a pop culture happy hour okay. uh, NPR episode about HGTV and cooking shows just like as a phenomenon like why we are so in love with these shows. And, like, back in the day, you had this old house, which was, like, a how-to. Yeah. And then, like, you had Julia Child. And then, you know, forward sometime, you had Bob Villa, which was, right? Wasn't that that guy's name? Bob Villa. Bob Villa. He's the this old house guy. Was there somebody before him on this old house? Oh, I thought there was. Maybe... I don't know. Maybe, Maybe there, was. there wasn't. Oh, I don't know then. Um, and and now it's just kind of like there's a whole network and basically multiple networks, multiple networks. And like basically it's the same format. Like, yeah. basically for all of them. And uh, why are we so obsessed with these? Anyway, they were talking about. When you would stage a house uh, for either moving or a TV show or what new phenomenon they're having now within HGTV is like shows called like tiny houses about Mm -hmm. like how you want to like bring all of your material goods to a minimal and like take up less space but still be a property owner and all these things and how I have seen these shows and or I used to work on a cruise ship and how I thought like I don't need a ton of space like I don't have a ton of stuff and how like happy I would be and I look at these little houses and I'm like that's all you need and then I would go through a process like you're going through right now where I'm moving or all my stuff has to go in boxes and I'm like, what the heck is all this stuff? Where right. would it, where would it go? And I think, Oh, I'd be so happy with like not having to think about a whole lot of stuff, having it be clean, pared down, whatever. And then, you know, you start going through all the stuff and you're like, Oh, I got to keep that though. Can't, can't get rid of that. And like, then you just have all this stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I was just going through that with, um, with my wife because we were going through, like, all of our mugs. And, like, we have – there's two of us. Why do we need all of these mugs? Well, for and when then I come to visit. Right, but still, then we need three, <laughs> three mugs, mugs rather than two. <laughs> but we have, like – there was one – so – I, we have these mugs that have our names on them, and they're from Cabazon, California, where there's, like, these giant dinosaur uh, sculpture things. Um, they are... They could be seen in Pee-wee's Big Adventure. But I have mugs with our names on them, and she was like, well, we can get rid of these. And I was like, but... 
I got that for you the last time that I went out there. And then, you know, and it was like, hmm. And then uh, my dear friend, Anna Anderson, shout out Anna Anderson, I came to me one day and said, I have a present for you. And I was like, I have a present for you. And it was a mug that said, because uh, we were both living in Los Angeles at the time, and she was like, and it's a mug that says, it's it's not a full, it's it's a mug that's like a semi-circle with a handle on it, not like a full circle. Okay. And it's like, I live in Hollywood, so I can only afford to get you half a cup. And we each got each other the same mug. What? I know. So that's what the gifts were. So it was like, I've never used that mug, but I can't get rid of it. I have nice, uh, now that this is an oxymoron, but I have like nice Ikea mugs that are like in a set where if I needed to entertain someone's parents, say, right. we could we could all have matching uh, plates and, and, and mugs and saucers and whatever. But... And I have ones that are from a show that I've done or Chris has a college one and a Depeche Mode one and one from Uh his like first, you know, job out of college or something. And uh, I obviously have a Minnie Mouse mug, but Uh, obviously, obviously this mug (laughs) is people just listening, not looking at YouTube. It's a Mark Tetro. Boston Terrier mug. I only use this mug. If this mug is dirty, I wash it and then use it. If someone, <laughs> if someone, and by someone I mean Chris, decides, uh, oh, Daisy Dog. The mailman is here and she's oh, freaking out. Man. Um, if uh, he decides he's going to be lovely. Oh, man. Time the out, mailman time normally out. comes much later, but this is a different mailman. She knows. I don't know too. if I've mentioned before, but I have a very hunky mailman. <laughs> this mailman, not very hunky. Aww. But he's the the early bird mailman, I guess. Mondays. <laughs> okay, going back now that the mailman has come uh, and gone. I was you, just going to say, you only use this one mug. Yeah, if Chris w- would, he would never do this. But if he if he would, not that he would never make coffee, but let's say he would make coffee in the morning and be like, "Look, babe, I made coffee in the morning. It's you know." a different way than we normally make it and super special here and presented it to me in a different cup mug I would like look at him (laughs) and he'd be like oh yeah it's not the right cup and like have to change it he would never make that mistake he would obviously be like where's the Boston Terrier mug I have (laughs) a great idea I have a great idea okay it's a mug that has like a a screen kind of going around it. And what you do is using some special kind of like app or something, you can scan your mugs and you can have one mug that you can switch the way that it looks on the outside so that you can have your entire mug collection all in this one one mug. mug. Yes. Yes. This like, is how it happens, everybody. Like, like a scrolling billboard or... Right? Sure. It can like do marquee a, style yeah. and just kind of like change <laughs> as it goes around. Um, yeah. And you can like download new mug oh, faces. And, totally. Oh my God. This is so exciting. On the we fly. Have, on the fly ideas. Yeah. This is how it happens, people. Um, have you had any crazy... Like brain flash ideas. Yes. Yeah. Uh, last time we casted, we had some Aerosmith shout outs. Yes, we did. This time, gonna do it again. It's called Walk This Ways. And it's ways <gasps> for urban places pedestrian style so if you're like oh how long is it gonna take me to get there and you have to let's say walk through chinatown it's gonna add the appropriate amount of minutes based on foot traffic because there have been so many times where i'm like oh i'm only three blocks away and i'll be there in five minutes and it takes me 15 because i'm like trying to i'm like can't weave too many people (laughs) Ways for walking 
Yeah, I know that because I know that like Google Maps has like walking directions. But yeah, that how can it take into account? No. Sometimes I look at Google and I'm like, really, forty five minutes? I can do that in thirty. Because <laughs> this, I'm a like. Well, quick yeah. Well, here's what needs to happen: is like Google Maps or whatever app you're using that you're getting your walking directions from it needs to be working in conjunction with like the rest of your phone's information because your phone knows how many steps you take and it probably also knows like how many steps you can take in an hour right so it's like how fast you walk i also think why have we not had it sync with lights like traffic lights hmm. on the street for like walk yeah. and stop walking because if it can sync with subway transfers and all that, like when the train is coming and you're going to go four stops and wait five minutes and then you're going to like, why? Cause if it's like, Oh, it's only six blocks away. I'll get there in six minutes. And then you spend half the time waiting for the walk change. Just right. Well, I think that, I mean, I'm sure that New York, all that stuff is on timers, right? It has to be. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, here, I think some of them are on timers. Some of them are, like, sensor-based. But you can't do that in New York because there's just always going to be people in cars waiting at all right. times. Right. Um, so, yeah, there should be a way for that to kind of link up. And I just think, you know, there's certain places where you're like, oh, I'm walking on 10th Avenue I'm just going to shoot right down there. Or if you're like, I'm walking through Times Square. Right. Yeah. I mean, that could be something that you could input where it's like things to avoid. And it's like no tourist areas. Yeah. Or special events. Like normally you should walk this way. But since they're setting up for the. Since there's an Aerosmith concert going on. Since there's an Aerosmith (laughs) concert. Or if there's like the tree lighting at Rockefeller or any number of parades that Aerosmith is playing on. parades. Every weekend. (laughs) Every weekend there's a parade. So that was like the great the great idea of of the moment. I've got some others, but I didn't know if you had some cuz well, let's see what else I've got. I already did. Oh, I have another one that has to do with heat. Okay. <laughs> Going back to the earlier conversation, this one will not require anything having to do with the sun or the earth's core. Oh, safer. Yeah, but like, all right, Do you, are you the type of person who likes to snack on popcorn while eating a movie? No, eating a movie, watching a movie. <laughs> <laughs> Stop myself. I just had popcorn last night. Okay, great. This is good. So a lot of times I will make some popcorn And then I will realize, oh, I haven't decided what movie I'm going to put on yet. And as we know, are you showing me a picture of popcorn? I took this picture last (laughs) night. Can you see it? No, it's hard to see. Popcorn. Great Great photo of popcorn. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All you audio podcast listeners are really missing out on some sweet popcorn pics. (laughs) So... Okay, so, uh, yeah, I'll make popcorn and be like, oh, I haven't decided what I'm going to watch yet. And as you know, if you're using, like, streaming services, it can take up to five hours to decide what you're going to watch, right? So, okay. Let's say that there's a popcorn bowl that has, like, a light heating element in it. So it keeps your popcorn nice and and warm. Without Uh, it getting too hot to initiate further pops, but warm. It's just got some like coils in it that kind of just keep it a little warm. I love it. Yeah. Yes, this is brilliant. (laughs) Yes, because I often have that cold popcorn feeling. I know, and it's just like not as good. It's still popcorn. It's still an enjoyable treat. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. That's I like another it a thing lot. I was thinking. But yeah, I don't know. 
Okay. Do you have any, you got anything good? Yeah, I got anything two, that's, I got goes two, off of that? Two small ideas. No, they don't segue from that. My, uh, Chris and I went to a watch fair at Chelsea what? Market. That's the dorkiest thing I've ever heard. It's called Wind Up NYC. Oh my God. Um, it was pretty dorky, but I was riveted by a couple of presentations. I'm about- trying to think if there's any <laughs> rivets involved in watches. Probably not, right? Because <laughs> that would have been know. a perfect thing to say. There is this one amazing aviation-inspired watch that like could go between two time zones, and then it like mm-hmm. did moon phases, and and it had three hands instead of just like the two and a second hand. It had like another half moon and another half moon of like where it would take do the seconds back and forth, or it would do like the minutes uh-huh. as you were coming up on the hour or down from the hour, and then you would click the side, and it would like change to UTC, and then you would click it again, and it would like change to a stop watch and then you would click it again and it would go back to it was incredible and it's made for what was supposed to be made for pilots inspired for pilots who have to go between time zones when they're flying and all these things but anyway we're there and there's so many really really cool watch bands that you can get to change on with your faces and all these things and I thought because I don't have a a nice watch. B, um, I've one watch. They don't watches, make silly band same. watches yet. They don't make silly band watches. Not yet. Not yet. Yet. <laughs> um, but what if the way that you could change watch bands, you could do it for backpack straps to like change your mood. You just unsnap it and snap it back in, and then you got like the pack is the same, but the strap is the fashion. Yeah, why not, right? Changeable backpack straps. Right? As I... Yeah. <laughs> backpack strap. Backpack strap. <laughs> um, yeah, of course. That's a no-brainer. And then also, like, you know, there are different types of backpack straps. Like, there's the kinds that have, like, the clips in the middle and everything, you know? Yeah, I don't know if there... Or maybe, like, some where they'll have, like, pockets on them for like cell phones and whatever yeah so yeah that's it's like yeah i i dig it of course of course like just where do we get this how do we just thinking of like chris has all the all these watch faces that he has really really cool interchangeable bands for and i was like man that is like so versatile ah backpacks yeah Oh, absolutely. That's that's a good one. I like that. Yeah. The uh, other small idea I had uh-huh. was because I was having a lot of anxiety, just life anxiety. I I did not have for the first time since I don't know, Labor Day, which I guess isn't that long. It's only 8 weeks, but felt feels like a long time. One day where I wasn't accountable to anyone or anything, which most people have weekends. Uh, most, yeah, people, right. most people get a Saturday, Sunday. I, I don't ever have that ever. Mm-hmm. And since I have like five jobs, I might have a day off from one of those, but n- not any of the other ones. And so I'm right. Anyway, Saturday, I did not have to do anything for anyone but myself. And I was like, Oh, is this what everyone else in their lives feels? Like, how amazing. Obviously, I need to make a change or do something else. So I thought, what if one time we did a podcast from a float chamber where, like, you and I go into sensory deprivation and we're like, are you thinking of an idea? I got it's, one. It's so funny that you mentioned that because as soon as you said that you had like a completely day where you weren't responsible for anything, I was going to ask you because we had talked about this like in episode what two. I was going to ask you if you did a float tank. Like I was thinking about that. Yeah. So, okay. So you're talking about like a brainstorm float tank sesh? Yeah. Like if there was a way to do pairs floating. And right. we could somehow in there set up mics and monitors for ourselves so that <laughs> inside of our float, we could be like, 
I'm really trying to lock it all down, but nothing's coming in. Or I thought of this and I thought of this and I thought of this and I thought of this because part of the not problem, but if you have all of these incredible ideas in your float, you're Mm -hmm. like, you're just in there and your hands are wet. So you can't like take a time out to write it down or yeah, Yeah. or or whatever. But if, if we just were already set up to record and we were just like, (laughs) I'm thinking about this. Well, as you may remember from the last episode, I'm all about ideas about different ways to record a podcast. <laughs> you know, whether it's like going for a run or standing in an elevator, like I am all about just like setting up and like always going recording rig. Floatcast, floatcast. Yeah. No, that's so cool. I love it. That that was my other idea. Yeah. Um I I really I really like the idea of taking out uh, a chunk of time and just devoting it to relaxing my mind and letting the ideas flow. Yeah. The ideas that we'll never do, but that we'll talk about. Uh, That's but yeah, part there's, of it. Yeah. That's and part sometimes of it. when I'm like, you know, trying to fall asleep at night and I just like can't, then I will... I don't know, just like pick a topic and be like, maybe there's something that we can do with this. I don't know. And yeah, most of the time, most of the time, here's how I go to sleep. Oh, it's time to go to sleep. I think I'll just have my head. (laughs) (laughs) So like if I do like have an idea, it would be like, oh, God, we should totally. I just think (laughs) and I will never write it down because I would never remember. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to admit something that I've been, like, so kind of embarrassed to, like, talk about to anybody except for the people that will, like, for sure get where I'm coming from. Um, and by that, I'm talking about, like, animal rights activists and stuff like that. <laughs> but when I'm going to sleep, most of the time, like, I will not be able to fall asleep because I'm thinking about, like, how there's so much, like, animal suffering in the world. And I'll just, like non-stop just be thinking about it and thinking about it and thinking about it and just like getting like really upset with humanity and just like I just can't fall asleep and then last night I was like laying in bed and I was like hope I fall asleep soon better not think about how animals are suffering and then I start thinking about how animals are suffering and then it's just like god damn it (laughs) I, I will say that you are a giant inspiration to me and that I've been trying I've been listening to your other podcasts and um I've been looking on Pinterest for vegan recipes and yeah yeah and if I'm outside of my neighborhood I always think like oh we should go try a new place to eat because we're not in our normal neighborhood and I'll always look for the the vegan option and I was on Pinterest the other night and I was looking at recipes and and my other friend is a vegan and I I only have two by the way Um, and we're the coolest my other friend no I'm just kidding (laughs) additional friends (laughs) um, who is a vegan and I baked her a vegan birthday cake for her birthday and had vegan ice cream and or ice cream icing Mm -hmm. anywho I like came across this button on Pinterest and it had like little cartoon pictures of like a chicken head a pig head a a cow head and it just said like we are not ingredients yeah and I was like oh I want that button because I sometimes will will self-soothe at night wind down and look at Pinterest not Uh things that I'm going to pin, but just wormholes. Um, all right. But it does. It makes me think of like sad things. Only then I get worked up. It doesn't, that's not. (laughs) You get worked up. I know. I know. (laughs) I know. Um, I mean, okay. I I know that this is a question that comes up a lot with a lot of different people with, um, you know, different types of like social media, but, and, and I've, I've downloaded and I've been, I signed up for Pinterest like years ago, but I never understood the appeal for it. Is it just like one of those things that's just not for everybody? It's probably not for everybody. I don't think I use it as it's intended to be used. It's supposed to, I think, be some sort of inspiration board. Yeah. Inspiration board or, um, some people organize recipes with it or some people plan their weddings using it or, Mm. or I don't know. For me, it's sort of just, uh, a time suck. Yeah. 
Facebook just makes me too upset and angry. And um, and this is a like I either am in a place where I don't care about what you're posting or I start to have malicious thoughts. Like Mm -hmm. I'll look at somebody from, let's say, high school who was mean to me. Not that. I'm seeking them out, but it comes up in my feed. Right. And, and then because of those past feelings or emotions, I will have little snarky comments to myself about like how I'm living my best life. And then I just become this monster. Whereas like if I'm looking at Pinterest, I'm like, oh, Boston Terrier pin. <laughs> or, if I, or if I see like flowers, which we've been through how much I hate flowers, but I'd be like, no, oh, that's kind of look cool pin. <laughs> Because I really like ones that look like weeds. Um, <laughs> I like weed flowers, like weeds flowers. Or if I like see like a cool movie poster, I'm like, oh, I should print that out. Or I mean, I don't even well, know what I'm looking at half the time. Louise, I just got a great idea. Okay, it's a social media app where you respond to the people that are posting all that garbage on Facebook, but it's all anonymous and it's, you're not responding directly to them, but you're taking what you would say to them. You're just saying like, Oh, screw you, Becky. And just like kind of getting it out there. And then, you know, just like people venting. Yeah. But who don't want to do it in a public forum, you know, just like, Oh God, I can't believe how much, I don't know. Becky. Uh, I, I hate <laughs> Becky. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry to the Beckys out there. We're Sorry. not talking about you. I promise. <sighs> yeah. Or a lot of times, too, on Facebook, I'll get weird. Um, what are like embedded advertisements? Uh-huh. And on Pinterest, there are embedded advertisements, but they're based on what you like. They're relevant. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. It doesn't have to be for you. Most of the time, I'm, I mean, honestly, most of the time, I'm just looking at dog pictures, which you can get on Instagram. Everywhere. It's the best. That's, that's what phones are for. Right now, Daisy is just, like, staring at me. Speaking of dogs, she's just, like, sitting across the room and just, like, glaring at me, like, Roland is what playing are you with- doing? With rubber rings all by himself. Let me see if let me see if I can capture this. Oh man, what a goof! All right, this is not interesting Sorry, audio just, podcast listening. Uh, all by himself. All by himself. Okay, yeah. Um, let me see. Actually, you know what? That's a, a really good segue point because we're talking about people on Facebook that are saying things that just like really frustrate us and nothing is more relevant right now. That's very frustrating for everybody than the political cycle and our challenges. Yeah. Our challenges were politically themed. Uh, You were assigned to come up with an idea relating to the, the Donald J Trump candidacy. And I had the HRC yeah. Clinton situation. And I'm going to be honest, a lot of my like ideas actually just like kind of happened. Not that I did them, but like as they just like, they kept on having all these amazing ideas that they followed through on in that campaign, such as like a thing where you can sign up for this thing. And then it, whenever Donald Trump tweets money gets donated to Hillary Clinton's fund, you know, whatever, like whatever. And, um, you know, just like, uh, nasty woman t-shirts and stuff like that. Uh, so the only thing I I was like, when are they going to put Mr. Khan in an ad? And then they did. Oh, did they? Yeah. I, I have like, I've been brought to tears by like every single one of her ads. Oh man. Yeah. They're they're pretty great. They're pretty um, great. I and I'm sure that if I watched any Donald J Trump ads, I would probably weep at them for the opposite reason. Yes. Yeah. Um but yeah, so like the the ideas that I had for her, I don't think are very good because 
the the really good ones are actually happening. So the other, the things I was thinking of were just like she needs to have like a a room in the White House for when she's president. <laughs> that's just like. Um, a punching bag and that like any time like somebody you know says some like really demeaning garbage to her which is bound to happen because it's happening all the time mm, now or she's just going there and it's like punch the hell out of it um yeah it was things like that or just like uh just like tai chi <laughs> because seriously how is she like not just gonna like burst with like frustration at all times i don't know like the the ideas weren't flowing as much She's as i was hoping for her yeah did you think of anything for uh mr donald I did. I did and i feel like you had given me the challenge of and it can't be go walk off a cliff so right. mine mine are actually i and there's only one but it's a goodie and there's multiple parts to it it's a plan to make him more likable and relatable. And the plan for that is DJT needs to dress in costume of fictional presidents that we love in the way that we love them and then maybe say some of the things that they said in the way that they said them hmm. without the Donald Trump aspect. For example. Okay. Who doesn't love Jed Miller Bartlett? Miller Fillmore. I'm oh, sorry, what? Oh, that's no, that's a real, a real president. president. That's right. No, a fictional okay. president. So Jed Bartlett. Okay. Only not the Jed Bartlett in the suit in the Oval Office, the Jed Bartlett in his Notre Dame sweatshirt. So... Oh. Trump, a la Jed Bartlett, the clock, right? Press. Or like yeah. you know, between the residents and the Oval Office, Jed Bartlett, and mm-hmm. he just like wears his his uh, Notre Dame hoodie, and maybe Mr. Trump says, "What's next?" Uh, or option two would be he puts on. Uh, Blue jeans and a button down with a bomber jacket a la Bill Pullman Independence <laughs> yeah. Day. Right? Oh my god. <laughs> uh, I think that's hilarious. Just like dresses up as fictional presidents. <laughs> <laughs> Just so that we can go, oh, he is a human and not a monster. Well, that's, that's kind of like when... <laughs> Ted Cruz was he basically stole like the whole speech from the the movie The American President uh where um Michael Douglas does the like gives the whole speech about how if there he's going to be cuz um Richard Dreyfuss's character is like running against him and he starts like attacking Annette Benning's character, the president's girlfriend. And he's like, Oh, if you want to attack someone's character, like, he, like Ted Cruz basically just exactly ripped off the word for word speech that, uh, was in the American president. Uh, but yeah, that's so funny. Like I love that. it. I love that. That's so funny. Um, I was like, don't go negative. Don't go negative. No, I'm really <laughs> proud of you for not going negative. That's that's great. That's really fun. Yeah, my my Hillary ideas are real stinkers because I think she's doing a great job. <laughs> I'm reading my second Hillary book right now. Are you really? Mm-hmm. What, I read what one. Am- I read one a month ago, and uh, then I decided maybe I would try another. Did the first one not do it for you or did it do it for you so much that you were like, got to read another? Yeah, I think it did. It, it gave it gave me just a different kind of insight. Not that I was ever not on her side. Like I feel even in past elections, I've been with her. Yeah. Um, I've been engaging in a lot of really interesting conversations with People who disagree, who I can't just decide that I'll never see again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Without giving too much information out. And uh, I just want to grab people by their shoulders and shake them. 
but that's not acceptable either. So I'm like, maybe I'll read and get just so ultra informed that I'll always have a comeback. There you go. Cause is there like a, a website or app that's basically just like, if this person says X, click here and then you should say Y as kind of like the comeback. Because I mean, it's, Especially with Donald Trump, people are saying the same things over and over again. It's like, but Benghazi or but emails. Sure, sure. Yeah. Or oh, it's even, really just um, those two things. Right. And I, I was listening to, I think it was the NPR politics weekly wrap up where they did. Mm-hmm. And they, they were saying something about how, or maybe it was this American life. And in any case, it's just like in the past, you have said something that wasn't true and somebody has said, hey, that's not true. And it mattered a lot. And now people just say whatever the heck they want and it doesn't need to be true for any kind of reason. And you could even say like, that's not true, 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 Yeah, it doesn't matter. nobody cares. You know, this is how I felt the like, let's say the third debate would have gone down because everybody's already said everything that they need to say. They're not changing their views or anything. And it's not going to be a surprise we are going to bring up. So I feel like each candidate should have the, uh, the option to like have somebody on their team kind of tapped in so that when the other candidate says something about them and they say, that's not true they can pop up with like the tweet that proves that they said what they're saying that they said. And it's like, you can't say I never said that because there it is. Right. You know, just and like it's not, it's not just in particular, these candidates it's, Oh no. And, and I mean, anybody with a voice. Oh yeah. They, oh, I remember now. I remember now it was this American life and they were saying something about how Rush Limbaugh had said something about immigrants from like 1921 to 1941 or something or Mm -hmm. 1961 doesn't matter 40 years 20 years whatever (laughs) about immigrants and how he like made this like giant sweeping comment about it and it was like yes but that actually isn't true either and yet somebody who doesn't know or care to figure out if it's true just assumes that it's true and that's then what they base all of their decisions on but if you disagree with with them then they'll just say well that's what the media wants you to think it's all a conspiracy blah 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 and you want to be like do you have any idea how difficult it would be to like puppet all of that in the way that you think that it would happen like we can't oh, yeah. even we can't even you know make a movie in less time and that's when everybody's right. working together like how how would we how would we ever do that but in any case it's just like nobody says anything that's true anymore and it doesn't matter to anybody how did we get on this oh that uh, i couldn't that i couldn't yeah. not speak to people Anymore, because most of the time, if it's on Facebook and somebody says something outlandish, I just like hide, unfollow, hide. Right. Yeah, but that's I, why you need your app to like scream out into the void. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so one of my uh, my alternate ideas for Hillary that I was like, this is too wacky, so I'm not even gonna like take it seriously but i thought that she in this would have had to have like happened a long time ago like let's say right after uh she lost the primary to barack obama 2008 she should have then created a secretly created a new persona that's a man that and then like totally run for president as a man and then when she gets elected takes off the like whip bald cap or whatever and it's like check it out mother effers it's me hillary clinton your new president (laughs) just i just just one of the guys yeah that's right um cool so 
All right. We, we, I guess kind of, well, you, if this was a competition, you would have won the challenges. Cause I just thought of an idea too, but it's less satisfying for Donald. Okay. And that it would be for Hillary. I sort of want her to do a bunch of the things that I would not do. For instance, how cool would it be if she was like, okay, I'll jump out of an airplane. And we were like, oh, man, I'm with her. Because, like, I don't, I don't want to do that. I don't want to jump out of an airplane. I know a lot of people get really thrilled by that, but I have, like, no desire to do that. But it would be no, cool if you, could, if you could donate to her campaign in a way that would, like, make her do thrill things. Like, uh, like Zipline from, what, I don't know. Um, that's so funny. It's just like... It's basically her just saying, like, give me money and I will do anything. Right. I will or do anything for your money. at the same time, it's like, I'll totally be your president. No. Like, these things that are, like, dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now yeah. I'm, like, getting loopy. Getting loopy. Uh, all right. Well, then we may as well start wrapping things up. But let's get uh, let's challenge each other for the next episode. Okay. Did you already? Did you think of anything? I didn't, but I can I can come up with something. All right. Well, mine is obviously inspired by my current situation, um, but I would love an idea about how to make moving easier. Not like moving like myself and my body, but like moving <laughs> to a new place. <laughs> Okay. Hmm. For you, it's going to be, yeah, I'm like not having one of those moments where I'm like looking around trying to find a problem. Um, I actually do have a problem that I need help solving. So anyone that can help, please. Nail biting. Oh, okay. Yeah, for sure. All right. So moving and nail biting. Uh, And as always, if you have ideas for anything, why don't you go ahead and leave us a voicemail, 304-804-IDEA. Or you could email to greatideapod at gmail.com or greatideapodcast at gmail.com. And follow us at greatideapod on everything except for Pinterest. And... um, (laughs) Shout into the void. What's up? Are you going to be anything for Halloween, even though you're in the middle mid move? Well, that's the kind of crazy thing. So I absolutely love handing out candy to trick or treaters. Yeah. And last year, uh, we had a crazy, terrible rainstorm and there was only like two trick or treaters here. So this year we are. Moving uh, on Saturday, which is the 29th of October. However, we're not sure yet if we're going to be closed on our house on the 28th or if it's going to be the following week. We have to move out because we have tenants moving in on the 1st and whether the movers just hold on to our stuff and then we stay someplace for a few days or whether they move us right into the new place is TBD. So I don't know if we're going to have a place to be where there will be like trick or treaters. Cause if here's we, an idea. What's up. If you are in the place, uh huh. just like set up all the boxes in a weird maze and turn the lights out and like invite the people in. Well, here's another thing. In a weird, creepy house. That's empty. <laughs> Here's another thing, though, is that you have no idea how uh, how Laura and I move. As soon as the box enters the house, it gets the stuff gets put away. As soon as the furniture gets in there, it is placed and ready to go. Okay. So uh, there will not be any boxes creating mazes, but I do love that. Um, I also think that maybe if they're... Um, if we're not like there, there yet, might just go 
bring some chairs to the new place and sit outside with bowls of candy. But I was going to say, like, just tr- go trick-or-treating. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, yeah, so we'll see. But the, but your question was about dressing up. I don't know. I don't. I haven't really thought of anything. Um, maybe... No, I don't know. I got nothing. How about you? I know it's obnoxious, but I'm excited. This year, Chris and I are going to try to go as Harold and Maude, and I even oh, bought nice. a little sunflower for Roland so that no. he, he could be so, like, <laughs> simple and tall. Um, yeah, I for, there were a number if, of if years. If you had a cat, they could be Cat Stevens. <laughs> that would be the best. That would be the best. <laughs> but then you'd have a then you'd have a cat. I'm just kidding. I love cats. Cats are cool, uh-huh, right? Oh, so good. So, <laughs> mm. um, no, there were a number of years that I went as Katy Perry, right? Uh-huh. And I thought if if Chris decides to be a party pooper, I can always fall back on Katy Perry. <laughs> love her. Fall back on Katy Perry. Love um, her. Love her. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good one. I think that Harold and Maude would be the best, though. That one's that one's a winner. But I feel like you should be Harold and you should be Maude. I should be both of them? No, 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 no. Has? Yeah, if Chris, if Chris wimps out. But no, I think that he should be Maude and you should be Harold. Oh. I just think you'd be a really good Harold. I feel like I could be he's a really kind great of, Harold. Although maybe he's too curmudgeonly to be Maude. <laughs> yeah, dance. Sorry, Chris. Everybody needs to make music. It's the cosmic dance. Uh, I was thinking, because my hair so long, I would just braid it up, and I was like, yeah. oh, we definitely need to get a wig for him. Right. Oh, yeah. He, his hair, forget it. Um, yeah, and if anybody wants to know what it looks like, he there's a picture right behind Louise. Watch our YouTube channel. <laughs> um, there, 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 there. So, um... Yeah, everybody follow us at Great Idea Pod. Uh, Louise is at Spin Pixie pretty much everywhere. I am now officially at John D. Richardson everywhere. I changed the Twitter. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Professional. Professional. That's the thing that happened. So profesh. So profesh. So, everybody, thank you so much for listening and for watching on YouTube. Uh, Go on iTunes and rate us five stars and leave us a review. And if you put something in quotes, we will each have an idea based on your suggestion that is in those quotes. Um, Yeah. Any last thoughts, Louise? That's it. Be (laughs) safe out there. Be safe out there, you guys. Be safe, guys. We really care about you. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. (laughs) I don't see it happening.